In this segment, we discuss the major exception to the din that a Bukhar gets, Pishnayim, a double portion in the inheritance of his father, the major exception of Roy. The Bukhar only gets Pishnayim in Muksuk, in assets that are already in the possession of the father at the time of his death, but not in assets that are Roy, assets which enter the father's estate after the father's death. We're going to discuss in great detail what exactly are the definitions and rules of Roy. So the discussion begins in the Gemara in Baba Basra, Kufchaf Gimel Amad Beis, page 23 in the booklet. Gemara brings a bride to Tanur Rabbanan, Habachar notel pishnayim bezroa v'lchayim v'bekeva, Habachar does get pishnayim in Matnas Kahuna. The Gemara is going to discuss what that means exactly, we're not going to get into that part of the discussion. Uvmukdashin, Kadshim, uvishvach eshivchun nechassim la'achar misasavit. This case is our concern here. Shvach, improvement, appreciation, growth, that the nechassim became... Mushbach that became worth more, better, bigger, more valuable after the death of the father. Kate said, Bukhar gets Pishnaim and Shvach. What's the example of that? The father leaves his sons a cow that is rented, it's in the possession of others, oh, for a period of time. Or a cow that's not rented, it's just grazing in the pasture, not rented at all. And in either case, Vyolda, the cow gives birth, there's a calf. Bukhar no tel pishnayim. Bukhar does get pishnayim in this calf. Aval banu batim v'natu kramim. If they, if the, if the yisomim, if the sons built houses or planted vineyards, ain bukhar no tel pishnayim. Then the bukhar does not get pishnayim in in that improvement. A little bit later on the Amud, several lines from the bottom, the Gemara tries to understand the what what the town of the Brites had in mind by these cases of mukharis, mukharis, and rabbeifer. Brings the Brisa, and it says. Why do we need two cases? You're telling me that even in a case where the cow was rented out, you might think that's not called in the state of the father. The cow is in someone else's possession at the time of death. Still, you're saying, since it is his cow, he still has title to the cow. We say that's called Muksuk, and the Bukhar gets Pishnayim. If the cow is not rented, it's just grazing in the, in the pasture, it's not rented at all, of course Bukhar gets Pishnayim, according to the Tana of this Brisa. The Gemara says, Hakam Ashmalan, the Tana is alluding to a Chiddush, to Mukharis and Muskaris, Dumya Dirobefer. The Tana wants to hint to you, to allude to you, that the din of Mukharis and Muskaris, that the that the Bukhar does get Pishnayim in the calf, is only if in a case that's analogous to Roabefer. Ma Roabefer, Shivchatumela Kaasi, it's automatic shvach that just comes by itself. Cows just give birth without any effort on your part. The Yisomim, the, the sons, are not paying for anything because the cow is just grazing and eating free food from the field. No, no one's putting any money into the cow. Ach mochkeres and muskeres, on the next half, on Chavdalam and Aleph, page 24, Ach mochkeres and muskeres, shivcha de mamela ka'asi, where only to, the only time Bechor gets pishnayim is when it's shvach de mamela, to lo chashi mizoni, nobody's putting money into it. Rashbam explains, de'en ma'ala zom they're not paying for the mizonis. If the Yisomim are paying for mizonis, then the Bukhar is not entitled to Pishnayim. The Bukhar is only entitled to Pishnayim when nobody is, when, when the Shvach just comes Mamela and nobody's Chaser. So the sheet of this price is that if there is Shvach that comes Mamela and there's no Chaser in Mizonos, the cow just gives birth and nobody's putting money into the cow, Bukhar does get Pishnayim, but if they put money into it, then, then the Bukhar is not entitled to Pishnayim. Mani, who is the author of this price? Rebbe. This price is machlokis. This is only true that the Bukhar gets Pishnayim in the calf. is only true according to Rebbe. The Tanya, the Gemara brings machlokis, the Chachamim and Rebbe, the Tanakama, the Chachamim say, Ein Bukhar no Pishnayim b'shvach shivchon nechasim lachamisa zavin. 
Tanakama says Bukhar does not get Pishnayim if the Nechassim just generate Shvach after the father's death. Shvach is not called Muktuk, and the, and, the, and the Bukhar does not get it. Pishnayim in it. Rebbe Omer, Omerani, Bukhar is no Tal Pishnayim, Bishvach, Nechassim, Lachem, Yisabian. Rebbe says, like the author of the Brides of the Cow, that Bukhar does get Pishnayim if the Shvach comes in the Mela. That's why Rebbe would hold that they get Pishnayim, the Bukhar get Pishnayim in the Kaf. Avalob Bishvach, Shashbichu Yisomim, Lachem, Yisabian. Not if the Yisomim created the Shvach, that if they, if, if they, if they put in money, then the Bukhar is not entitled to Pishnayim in that Shvach. Then the Brides had another din, Yotale and Shtarchov. Bukhar knows in Pishnayim. I'm sorry. First, Yarshu Shtarchov, if they inherit a Shtarchov, a debt against somebody else, Bukhar knows to Pishnayim. Bukhar does get Pishnayim in the money, the income of that Shtarchov. Rashbam says that it's Mavur from later in the Sugya. This is Rebbe Lashitase. Rebbe says, Rebbe has a broader definition of Muksuk. Rebbe says that a star, the revenue of the star is called Muksuk. The, the, the proceeds of the star, the, the money that the star generates, the income, the payments are called muksak, because he's muksak in the shtar. Rebbe has a broader definition of of muksak, but the Gemara later is going to indicate that according to the Rabbanon, who most who most the postkin generally paskin like, according to the Rabbanon, as we paskin, a bachar does not get pishnayim in the monies that are on loan that are paid in after the father's death. But Rebbe at least says this: the author of this part of the brisa, which Rashbam says, is Rebbe says that if they are yarish shtarchov against others, bachar gets pishnayim. Yatzalan Shtarchov, if there's a Shtarchov that's payable against the estate, so Bukhar knows in Pishnayim. Since he inherits Pishnayim, he's responsible for a double portion. We divide the Shtar equally among the, bro- the brothers, but the Bukhar is responsible for a double portion of the debt, the same way he inherited a double portion of the estate. Vim Amar, Aini Nosin, many notes The Bukhar says, never mind, I waive my, my right to get Pishnayim of the estate, and I don't want to get, to be obligated in Pishnayim of the Chov. He can do that. What difference does it make? Whoever has the estate, somewhere the Malva is going to get his Pishnayim. Somewhere the Malva is going to get payment from whoever, wherever the assets are. Who cares if the Bukhar says this or not? So the Rashbam explains, and Afkamina is, if the, if the other brothers are not around, they're a Medina Sayyam, the, that, 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 that if, if, if they're in, if they're Medina Sayyam, or if the basin can't force the other ones to pay, so the, if he can't force them, if they went to me to say, he can't force them to pay, so can he go to the Bukhar and say, you have a double portion, pay me twice. Or the Bukhar can say, no, I don't have a double portion, I'm only taking one portion. Bukhar has the right to do that, he can say he's only taking one portion. So that's the end of the Bryson. Imar says, my Imar goes back and forth, we'll, we'll skip the, we'll skip, skip the next few lines in the Gemara. The, the Imar explains how they dash from the Psukim, but there's a machlokis, Rebbe and the Chachamim, whether Shvach Shivchu Nechassim Emela with no expense of the Yisomim, Rebbe says the Bukhar gets Pishnayim, and that's why he says if the, if the cow has a calf, the Bukhar gets Pishnayim in the calf. The Chachamim disagree. Then we have a member of Rav Papa toward the bottom of Kufkaf Dalam and Aleph, Dikla Olim Ara Va'asik Sirtum. In a case where the father left a dekel, a palm tree, and it got Olim, it got thicker, it got just bigger and, and, and more of it, or Aravasik Sirton, he left land, and then there's Sirton, the stuff is washed up, it becomes better land, it becomes, uh, it becomes land that yielded silt, it becomes better land, the, the, the water throws up stuff in it. Everyone agrees the Bukhar gets Pishnayim, even the Rabbanan who say that, uh, have a narrower definition of Muksuk, they agree, this is the thing itself, this is not something new, this is just a thing that became better, here even the Rabbanan agree. Kuli Amwal Pligi Deshakil. Ki Pligi Bechafura Vavashuvli. Shlofafi the Havatamri, the Machlokis, Rebbe the Chachamim is in these cases where there's something actually new. 
Hafura is grain that was just uh, early fodder. It's not, it's not really, it has stalks, but it's not really proper grain yet. And then it becomes full airs of grain. Or that's Hafura, that's Hafura Vavishuvli. Shlofi Tamri. It leaves early flowering dates. Date flowers are not really fruit yet. They become Tamri, real dates. This is considered something new. It, it, it came biologically from the same thing, but it's really something new. That's the Machlokas. Mar Savar Shivcha de Mamela. Mar Savar Ishtani. Rebbe says this is called Mamela, and the Bukhar gets Pishnayim. And the Chum say Ishtani, this is something new, and that therefore it's not called Muksuk, it's called Roy, and the Bukhar does not get Pishnayim. So this is the Machlokas, and this is the Machlokas, Rebbe and the Chachamim. And the Mar initially says that the, the cow has a calf, that's the Machlokas, and Rapapa says there's no Machlokas about Dikla Ba'olim, Arava Asik Sirtan, the Machlokas is about Hafura Vahavi Shuvli, Shlufi Vahavi Tamri. A daf later on Kufchofeim with Beis, the Maskana, the Sugya, the Gemara talks, uh, brings many shitas about debts, whether debts, as we discussed, are called Ra'i or Muksa, where the, where the payment for the debts comes in after the father's death. The Gemara at the end says, Amra Papa, this is how most posts can paskin, Hilchisa, this is how we paskin, Ein Habal Notel Beroi Kiva Muksa, a Baal, we're talking about Bachar, but a husband also does not get assets that were Roy to his wife, that were not Muksa in his wife at the time of her death. Be'ena b'chor notel b'roi kiva muksak. Also, b'chor does not get roi kiva muksak. Be'ena b'chor notel pishnayim b'milve. Included in this idea that a b'chor doesn't get pishnayim if it's roi and a muksak is that a b'chor does not get pishnayim in a milve in monies that were paid in. Be'en shigavu karka, be'en shigavu mos. Whether they ultimately, the state collected karka, they seized property, a lien on the property. Whether they collected mos, cash. There were certain opinions earlier in the Gemara that distinguished between them, but Rapapa says, and that's how we paskin, Bukhar does not get Pishnayim in the payments of any kind of debts, whether it's Karka or Mos, and he does not get Roy like Muksak, nor does a Baal, a husband, get Roy or Muksak. That's the, those are the most important parts of the Sugya. The Shulchan Aruch, the, 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 there, are, there are actually a number of Shittas in the Rishonim about this. Shulchan Aruch paskins as follows. On page 26, this is Simon Reshai and Chesim Choshen Mishpat, Sif Gimel. Eina Bukhar no Tupishnayim ben Achas Marim Lavarach Mises Aviv. Bechard does not get Pishnayim and Roi, Ela ben Chasim HaMukhzakim La'aviv, only in the Chasim that were Mukhzak in the possession of the father, Shabol Rishuso, that were ready in his possession at the time of death, Shenemar Bechol HaShayim Matzei Lo, the Pasuk that says Bechard gets Pishnayim, says it has to be Matzei, it has to be found, be Mukhzak, Ketzad, so the first example of Roi, not such a controversial one is, Echanim Marishay Aviv Shemais La'achar Mises Aviv, one of the Marishim of the father, let's say the father's father died after the father died, so the, the father, the, the middle one died, and then his father died, and now the father's children, the grandchildren of the grandfather, are inheriting the grandfather's property. Bukhar does not get Pishnayim, because since the grandfather had not died at the time of the demise of the father, then the chasim of the grandfather only came to the father's estate later. They're not considered muksuk, they're considered roi. And Bukhar v'apashut, yarshim ke'echad, Bukhar does not get Pishnayim, they divide those assets equally. Chenim ha'ilav of milveh, if the father has a debt on others, they inherit the debt equally. Bukhar does not get Pishnayim, because again, as Rapapa said, Bukhar does not get Pishnayim in a milva. A milva is called Roy. In Sivdalad, the Shulchan Aruch says, The case we started with, if he leaves them a, a, cow, a cow, whether it's rented to others or pasture or not rented and just pasturing in the grass, the Yolda, the cow has a calf, the cow gives birth. Bukhar gets Pishnayim in the cow and in the calf. Ramah says, some say he does not get Pishnayim in the calf. What's the issue? This is the first price. So initially the Gemara said, this is Machlokas, Rebbe, and the Chachamim. And Postkin generally Paskin like the Chachamim. So if you learn the Gemara Kipshuto, 
as the Rashbam explained at the end of the Gemara. Then Lascana, we, we pass him like the Rabbanan. So we don't pass him that he gets the cow, the cow, the, the calf. The calf price was only Rebbe. We said, the Gemara originally said it's, 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 uh, it's a plukta of Rebbe and the Chachamim. As the Gemara said, Mani Rebbe, we don't pass him like Rebbe. So that's the Rashbam, that's the Yesha, Cholkim and the Ramah, that Rabbachar does not get Pishnaim in the calf. The Machaber is bringing the Rambam Shita. The Rambam says, even though when it comes to other types of Roy, we pass him like the Chachamim with regard to the, the, with, with, with regard to the Chafura Vahavi Shuvli, and with, 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 with regard to the Chafura Vahavi Shuvli, and the, and the Shlufi Vahavi Tamri, we pass him like the Chachamim. The case of the calf is Lakuli Alma, even though the Gemara said it was only Rebbe, that was the Havmin of the Gemara. Before the Gemara brought Rapapa, this man explains this, before the Gemara brought Rapapa, the Gemara thought that was a Machlokas. Once the Gemara brought Rapapa's distinction between Dikla Va'alim and Aradas Ixirta, and that's the, the tree got thicker, that's called Muxik Lakuli Alma. So too, the case of the calf is like Dikla Va'alim, and that's Lakuli Alma. That's how the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam Paskin, that Lamaskana, even though we Paskin like the Chachamim, that's at least how some Akronim understand the Rambam, even though we Paskin like the Chachamim, but the din of the calf is considered Muxik Lakuli Alma, even according to the Chachamim, and the Ramah Paskin like the Rashbam and other Rishonim. That there's no havmin in maskana. Everything the Gemara says remains in maskana. Maskana we pass like the chachamim. We have a narrow definition of muksak, a broad definition of roi, and the calf is considered roi and not muksak. Fine. The Ramah goes on, and uh, skip the skip the rest of the Ramah. In Sivav, the Machaber says Bechar does not get pishnayim and shvach. As we said, we pass like the chachamim, not like Rebbe Elamalo. So shvach b'damim and osin ayesel in in the case of uh, in the case of Khafura Bhavi Shuvli, Shlufafi Bahabi Tamri, in those cases, we pass him like the Chachamim, both the Mahabra and the Ramah agree to this. If there's a Shinu in the Machasim, it's not like the Klavaalim, the Bukhar does not get Pishnaim, but he gets Pishnaim in the Dekel itself, just not in the Shvach. How do you do that? How do you get Pishnaim in the Dekel and not in the Shvach? If you take the Dekel, you take the I'm sorry, the, the Dekel case he does get Pishnaim, but how do you get in the case of the Shlufi Vahavi Tamri, Khafura Vahavi Shuvli, how do you take the, the thing and not get Pishnaim? So you, you pay him, you pay him cash to offset the fact that you're not entitled to Pishnaim in the Shvach. It brings the, those cases of the Gemara, Khafura Vahavi Shuvli, Shlufafi Vahavi Tamri, Karmel Shnasu Shibalim, Kafmiyo Shnasu Tamarim. However, the case of Dikla Vahalim, Havel Shivchom, Mehmach with Atro, Lonishtanu, in the case where there was no money put in and there's no real Shinui, Kun Ilan Katan, Shigadal Vahava, a small tree that got bigger and thicker, the Eretz Shalsa Sirton, that's Aradasik Sirton, those cases, Harezin Notel Pishnayim, Notel Pishnayim, but Imach Masotah, but even those cases where everyone agrees that you get Pishnayim, if it's Mach Masotah, if the Yisomim put in money to create that Shvach, ain't a Notel, he's not entitled to Pishnayim. We'll skip the rest of the Machaber, we'll go to, skip the rest of the Sif, go to Sif Zion on page 28. So the, on page, on Sif Zion, Machaber says, Ain Abakar Nautil Pishnayim Bamilva, Abakar is not entitled to Pishnayim in a Milva, as we said, that's Muskam again in Machabra and the Ramah. All the later posts can certainly agree with this. Afal Pishi Bishtar, we pass there's no chilak between Milva Bishtar, Milva Balpeh, Afal Pisha Govu Karka, Bukhavaviam, there's no chilak whether they collected Karka, the state collected Karka or Mos. Hayla Shutfus Vyadaharim, the Krimuksik, if they have property that's in a Shutfus, that that's still considered their property, that's not a halva. Hayala Av Milva Byadabakar, we'll skip this case. Skip this case as well. The, the Machaber goes on and talks about Milveh on the next page, and on, uh, on the next page, page 29, the Machaber says, If there's no Mashkun, then we say the, the proceeds of the Milveh, the payments are called Roy. If there is a Mashkun, 
These laws of Mashka will become relevant in the next segment where we're going to discuss banks and other cases. Mashka makes the, the holder of the loan considered Muxuk. Some say this only applies to a mashkin given by a Jew. A mashkin given by a non-Jew. Unless he's already seized the mashkin as payment, it's become his. Then the Mechaber goes on and talks about Asher de Masalki, Asher de Lomasalki. We'll skip the rest of this sif as well. The Akronim here have a number of important discussions about the definition of Roy, particularly, we're not going to get in so much to the questions of Diklavalan, but particularly with regard to the questions of Milveh, the Akronim have a number of interesting things to say about the, about the definitions of Milveh and the application of Roy and Milveh to other types of financial arrangements. The Pitzchei Tshuva, on page 28, the Pitzchei Tshuva in Sifkat and Dalad, brings in the Sivas. This is custom and Sivas a Mishpat, if it's a Shtariska, an iska is a, is a business arrangement that the, the nosin iska, the giver, gives money to the makabaliska. Makabaliska manages it and investment, invests it, hopefully generates profit, and they split the profits or the losses. So the iska is called palga milve, palga pikadon. Half of it is considered a milve, and that's why the profit or loss goes to the nosin. It goes to the makabal, and half is considered a pikadon. It still belongs to the nosin, that's why, that's why part of the proceeds and hefsid goes to the nosin. You have to avoid ribbis. It's a complicated discussion how you avoid ribbis, but this was a common arrangement. It was a cross between a loan and a partnership. A part loan, part pikadon. Common arrangement in the postkim. Custom in the sivis and mishpat. If it's a shtar iska, he brings from the shuvas divri ribbis. This is called roy. The whole thing is called roy. Even though the makabal is not allowed to just spend the money on uh, on his personal expenses, he has to leave it as a as a business, as an investment. But still, the Divya Riva says, um, an Iska arrangement, all the assets are considered ro'i, not muksak, says in the Sivas, mustavar timing. Even though the assets are not supposed to be frittered away on, on personal expenses, but still, it's mechusar gavayna, you have to collect it, you have to go to Bastin and, and do a collections process, so that, that's called ro'i. The Gam, we have the Svar of the Gemara, lav hanimo, shava kavuon. The Gemara makes a distinction whether, whether something is roy or not, whether you get, whether you, 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 whether you recover the same asset you give out, like something that was rented, or whether it's different assets, like a loan, you don't get paid back the same cash. So that's as far as to say it's called roy. So in Iska as well, you hopefully make profit, or whether you make profit or not, you don't necessarily get back the same assets that you gave. You get back whatever the business has at the end of the term. So that's called roy. Chain Mavur, but Shuvah's Chodashani, later is going to bring the Chodashani, who also talks about an Iska, and also says an Iska is called roy. However, the Pesach Tshuva says, "B'sefer Shar Mishpat, Evi B'shem Radvaz, that Iska is half and half. Palga Pikadon, the half of the Iska which is considered Pikadon and is considered Brishus of the Nosein, that's called Moksuk. Ach Palga Milvahu Roy. The Radvaz says that it's half and half. The half that's a Pikadon, Pikadon is generally called Moksuk. So the half of the Iska that's called a Pikadon is called Moksuk, and the half of the Iska that's that's a Milva, that half is called Roy. The Huzal, the third opinion is the Shar Mishpat himself." Sharmishpat says the opposite of the Nasivas and the Divirivas, that the entire Iska is considered is considered Muksuk. Bukhar does get Pishnayim, Moshar Pikadun, the whole is considered like a Pikadun. They say the entire Iska is not treated like a regular loan. The entire Iska is considered Muksuk like Pikadun. He's calling on the Khodashani. However, the Chuvas play Yeshua. Recently printed, he holds like the Radvaz, that it's half and half. So there are three sheets in the Akronim. Some Akronim say, the Nasivas and the Divirivas say, the whole thing is considered 
a milvet, l'chusr guvayna, it's lav hanimos, the radvaz brought by the sharmishpat, and the chubas p'nei Yeshua, they say, they say that it's half and half, the, the palga pikadim is called muksak, and the palga milva is called roi, and the sharmishpat himself says, and the shvus Yaakov, they say the entire thing is considered muksak, and none of it is roi, this is going to have major ramifications for modern financial arrangements, so that you know, bank deposits and so on, as we'll see in the next segment. Piskechuba later, on the bottom of the page, brings the Chud, the chud Hashani. He talks about a case, uh, also kind of an Iska case, the, the, an arrangement that was common, he says, in the, in the Kila of Prague. And he says that the, that apparently, that apparently the, the Bukhara wanted to argue that, that he should be, it's like church it's like assets that are on deposit with someone else, but they're really my assets, like the Shulchan Aruch brought, that if the, that, that, that if there are assets, that, that, that if there are assets, um, that there are mabrot, if there are shutfis, biyadacherim, mikri muksuk. So, yeah, but this is not, this is not shutfis, the Chodashani says. This is, this is ain't a dumber dumber. That, that's the end. The assets of a, the assets of a shutfis are the end, he says. But here, the, he says, the, the, our type of iska is the iska is not the end. It's, it's like a regular loan. It's treated like a loan. The lova can pay him back other assets. We don't keep individual assets and, and say these are the assets of the malva. Therefore, these are ordinary assets that are considered, that considered right. So this is the Chodashani who says, like the Nesivas, like the, like the Deverivas, that the, that, 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 that an Iska arrangement is considered, that's considered right. But as we saw, there are other opinions. Some say the Radvaz and the, the Radvaz and the Chuvis Yeshua say it's half and half, and the Sharmishpat and the Shvas Yaakov say the entire Iska is considered Muksak. The Piskachuva also brings, the, the Piskachuva also brings from the Nodib Yehuda, he brings the, he brings a discussion in Sifkat Mehei. He brings back on page twenty-eight about kamer obligation, some type of government bonds. Are they, is that like a regular chov? The government owes you money, and that's called roi, or is that called muksuk? Apparently, the, the shawl wasn't short. The Yehuda says, I don't know what the question is. Le'adati makom safek bevadai roi mikri. It's a it's a simple question of a loan. Just because it's uh, if the government owes you the money, it's still considered uh, a loan. It's still considered roi. He says that the good, the other posts can discuss this as well, but the Pesachua brings in the Yehuda who says government bonds are considered ro'i and not muksuk. Rabbi Kivager brings, the Kivager also at the bottom of page 28 brings some of these chuvas. He says, Ulinin Shtariska, what's the status of an iska? He brings the Chodashani and the Shavas Yaakov, and he brings the Divri Rivas and a, a Tarasvi. He brings various shitas, then he says regarding government obligations, he says, look at the Yehuda. Then he discusses banknotes. So banknotes are a difficult, a tricky topic. They underwent an evolution. They started out as being actual obligations of banks. They turned into currency. They, the merchants began to use reliable, well-known banks. If they had an obligation, it was like money in the bank. You could use it as currency. So banknotes became what they are today. They're just money that, by, by fiat, by the government, gives them value. So whatever the banknotes were that Rick has in mind, he says, nearly the havi matbea mamish for mikri roi. Even though the early banknotes, the government would, would, would owe you money, you could pay gold, they, they were redeemable for gold. Nevertheless, whatever banknotes Rick Vegger had in mind, he says they're matbeya mamish, they're considered muksuk. We don't say it's like a debt against the government. Government bonds, like obligations of the Nodim Yehuda, that's considered roi. But banknotes are matbeya mamish and not roi. That, that this was Paskin by the Go, not based in Berlin, regarding, uh, and so on. So banknotes, at least, Rick Vegger says, are considered muksuk and not right.